the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. You know, it seems like every week, every week we have a great idea for the show, so I get some special guests. We're talking gear, we're talking hunting, we're talking shooting, defensive tactics, all the great stuff. And then somebody in the state of California has to score mojo up. You know, they just they just blow up the mojo. Here we have a great thing going, and then boom. Our Attorney General, Becerra, which means cow, has to mess things up. So um, joining me, folks, I have a gentleman who is in charge of, not in charge of, but the Director of Development for the California Rifle and Pistol Association, a great organization of which you need to be a member. Uh, Rick Travis is joining me here because just last week, as we finished our show recording last week, some news broke that was absolutely fantastic. So we're going to start with the fantastic news here, uh, Rick. Why don't you pick it up from there? <laughs> yeah, so what happened last week, in fact, I called you as you just finished up your show, was we finally got a decision out of the court in San Diego, which is what I like to call ran by St. Roger Benitez, um, who's the judge down there. Um, some of your listeners may remember hearing that name before because he was the judge and the uh, injunction that we had that led to Freedom Week where we could all buy standard capacity magazines, not these limited capacity magazines. How long was Freedom Week? One week. <laughs> so so it, Freedom Week was one week, but I, I say that because he overturned a bad law. Correct. And so he, did, he had the correct judgment. He overturned a bad law. What exactly happened then? So then at the end of that, uh, Becerra and Newsom went after the judges, um, and it's actually a brilliant document called Duncan B. Becerra, his arguments of how they had maligned and broken constitutional law went after the Second Amendment is absolutely worth every gun owner reading to truly understand, you know, the law and the constitutional rights that you have under the Second Amendment. And uh, they basically took it to the Ninth Circuit got uh, an emergency injunction, stopped it, from a stay on the injunction that um, he had written. And uh, as a result of that stoppage, we have not been able to buy magazines. Since then, we just had a three-judge panel that was interesting in that the judges came from uh, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, and also from um, Donald Trump. And what was amazing is all three judges and I know this is going to be interesting for you, Phil. All three judges went after the state and said, what are you doing? Like, Judge Benitez was right. 
So we have a, a pretty solid feeling we're going to get handed down any day now um, a, a ruling that Benitez was right during Freedom Week for what he did. Now, having said that, we will gloriously celebrate when that comes out, but that celebration will probably be short-lived because most likely what Becerra and Newsom will do at that point is ask for an 11-judge panel called an en banc at the Ninth Circuit. Which is what Kamala, which is what Kamala Harris did to us Correct. on uh, several things. Right. And so then the difference is, is right now that we have pretty much what they call parity, which means it's almost an even split. You're, you're flipping a coin if you're going to get six judges for you or six judges against you of those 11. And so either way, that will, of course, get appealed to the Supreme Court because even the state realizes they appeal to the Supreme Court, they buy more time. And so that tends to be the game that we're playing right now. Now, the good news that game is the longer Donald Trump stays in office and we have a Senate, which is important, that is controlled by the the GOP, we will continue to have judges moving over to our side, which will improve our odds. But the Ninth Circuit today is not what the Ninth Circuit was when Kamala Harris was the Attorney General. Right. And that's because Donald Trump has been packing it with with solid people. You know, folks, you have to understand, I I don't care if he's brass, right? He's doing the right things. And and some people are like, well, I don't like the way he tweets. Well, get over it, because I like the way he appoints judges. And Uh when we're playing the short game here with the state of California, who has unlimited funds to destroy your civil rights and destroy your Second Amendment rights, and we have to play with trying to fund the CRPA and and, uh, Chuck Michelle and those guys, we have to come out of pocket for every stupid law they do. They don't. They just write they just write laws and, and uh, cost them the ink out of their own pen, and they probably don't even buy their own pens. So, no, we buy those. <laughs> yeah, we're buying that pen. Yeah, that's how cheap these guys are. You know, it's other OPM. It's the other people's money. They are using our treasure against us, and so it's very, very important that we support our quality elected officials. And I think, you know, Donald Trump has done a great job. We also need to be praying for a retirement from the Supreme Court of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, one of the most awful people ever to sit on the court. He really, and it's a long list of terrible judges, but she, boy, she's on the podium, top three. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> she might be the gold medal winner to of worst Supreme Court judge ever, um, but she's at least she's at least on the podium. So she needs to be retired, and I think that should happen sooner rather than later. So, with so here here's what we do for this case with the uh, the possible reversal of uh, the Freedom Week. You know that all of your local all of your local gun stores do not have standard capacity magazines. They have a few for LE, but really they don't cover them. So it may be a short period of time between when it gets reversed and when the it gets put over to the Supreme Court and gets stayed again. So go to all of your other sources besides Bullseye Sports. Go to him first, but load up your carts. So over at Brownells, load up. You want 22 SIG 226 20, you want 20 uh, Glock 17 uh, magazines and just get ready. So when that window opens, you can just hit send it and uh, you don't have to shop. How's that? I think that's how we fight that, right? If we know the window's coming, load that card up there. You know, and that's, that's the interesting thing you bring up because we had a short window on this decision, which was you could buy ammo. 
And what was interesting is because of COVID-19, uh, even when I went to go buy ammo out of state, it was amazing how fast the ammo was leaving the cart if you didn't immediately like put the ammo in the cart and purchase right then. And it was even more interesting because, as you know, Phil, I like to hunt. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to pick up some 6.5 Creedmoor after I bought my pistol ammo. And there was a run on that. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, slow down, people. But, um, yeah, I mean, everybody went. And that was a short period of time that we had that opening. Even in that opening, the national retailers told us what they had, they sold out. And that's the point I want to make, what they had. Right now, nationwide, we have firearms that are, are being built for people that have already purchased them, but there's no longer firearms in warehouses because of COVID. We have ran out of parts. There, there's uh, issues with international transportation. So, you know, depending on if you've got a European firearm or something like that, you may not even be able to get the parts for it. And uh, it's been really interesting watching what's going on nationwide, the, the conflicts of things like COVID, and then this incredible, unprecedented government overreach that we have into the firearms community. And that's me saying that who I'm used to, as you know, Phil, on a daily basis, trying to smack the hands of the state of California to get them out of our, our firearms and our, the activities that we do. But the amount of overreach that's happened in the last two months is just absolutely astonishing. Well, the amount of overreach that they've gone for and the compliance of the people. Yeah. That's, that's what gets me. Behind you, now... Obviously, if you're just listening on the radio, we're actually doing this on a video. But if you're listening on the radio, behind Rick is one of my favorite flags from the Revolutionary Era. Era. It's called Join or Die. And it's a picture of a snake that's cut into different I think 13 pieces. But what it represents is that all the colonies had better hang together or they're all going to hang separately. And yeah. that's the way it needs to be for the, for the California Second Amendment crowd. Uh, the gun owners of California, CRPA, NRA, Gun Owners of America, all the groups, uh, Firearms Policy Coalition, we all need to play nice and pool our resources and make sure we're everybody's got an oar in the water and it's going the right direction because it's going to take all of our support to stop people like Becerra or Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, now you're in Huntington Beach here, Rick. Gavin Newsom just decided to overrule all the local people and shut down all of your beaches. Um, Huntington Beach doesn't really live on tourist revenue, do they? Oh, yeah, they do. They're Surf City, USA. Yeah, and they're not happy. The, the citizens here aren't happy. Uh, we have a couple of different groups. The NRA has a group that meets in Huntington Beach. We have a group that meets in Huntington Beach. There's a predator group. So there's a lot of 2A people in the city, and it's been very interesting to see how fast. Let's talk about this as soon as we come back here. Sorry about that. But I want to get involved in that. So, folks, Philip Naiman, Fireman Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Boomstick Radio here. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. And you know, every week our conversation is going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, all the great stuff afforded to Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. 
and one of our faithful companions in the battle to uphold these rights, Vince Torres, longtime sponsor over at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Now, if you're not armed for protection or recreation, well, shame on you. Head on down to Bullseye Sport in Riverside, where you need to go for small arms, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. And if you purchase that firearm, Vince and I highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training course. One's going to teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitudes essential to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. For more information about certified firearm courses, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951-823-0211. Visit their website at bullseyesport.com for a schedule of classes. Because at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo, they believe in arming you first. 951-823-0211. Thank you, Vince. Hey, folks, joining me back here, I have Rick Travis, CRPA Director of Development. He's been involved. Rick, how long have you been there now? Seven, eight years? Almost, almost nine years. Yeah, yeah. Doing a great job. A total turnaround in the last nine years over at the California Rifle and Pistol Association because this man works his tail off. And I can't thank him enough for that. So thank you, Rick. You're welcome. Pleasure to do it. I said I can't thank you enough. So thank you again, Rick. Okay. Thank you again. (laughs) All right, folks. We're, we're just teasing around here, but Rick is down there in Huntington Beach. Now, I believe Saturday, there's going to be a little bit of a uh, soiree on the City Hall, right? Yeah, down in downtown, yeah, there's a march that's going to be happening, and uh, it's going to be pretty good because people are really disgruntled with the governor. I know that's going to come as a shock, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of groups down here um, – and people don't realize a lot of these people are, uh, they don't believe government should have the right to tell them what to do. And so with the governor closing down all the beaches, this has been building up in Huntington Beach. Cause, uh, and state parks and state parks. Yeah. Just because we don't live at the coast doesn't, you know, the state parks right. are all closed too. So what they started, like in many parts of the state down here, that got very frustrating for a lot of us in Huntington Beach was they closed all the parking lots to the beaches and state parks which caused people from around um, Southern California to start parking in our neighborhoods and, and walking around. And so you couldn't even walk in your own neighborhood under social distancing because it's physically impossible to do. And people started getting ticked off about that. And then, you know, the governor made the claim that people were too close to each other, ironically, in an environment that's supposed to destroy COVID-19 called sunlight. And uh, you don't get more sunlight than you do in a, a open, you know, state park, but especially at a state beach. I mean, it's nothing but sunlight. And no shit. Yeah. So as a result, he, uh, in my book, threw a tantrum and decided that, you know, effective um, Friday that we could no longer go to the beaches or state parks, as you said, because, you know, he, Big Daddy doesn't want his children to do that. And that's where... The, the city here in Huntington Beach um, and the people have started to revolt back and say, we're not your kids. We don't want a king. We've never wanted a king. And, you know, you need to, to, to knock it off or go. And I think we're going to start seeing that sentiment more and more. And, you know, as we've talked before with gun owners, it's the same thing. We were founded back years and years and years ago on a, on a date this earlier this month, April 19th. When, you know, we put up with a lot as British colonists, we put up with taxes, we put up with, you know, massacre in Boston, you know, different things like that. But it was when they came for our guns that our forefathers well, said think, enough's enough. I think there's a mistake go. being made on this particular march. You're going to City Hall. Number one, it's closed on the weekend, so no one's there. 
Right. They should march on the pier. Well, they're doing that and, too. Yeah, that's that should be because that's what's closed and and make make Huntington Beach arrest you for walking in sunlight. Make them break the six foot rule. Right. Point out that's the cop who's dumb enough to do that. He's going to he's going to come put hands on you because you're walking in sunlight. And because yeah, Governor Newsom has said this is a, a lawful decree. Well, he's not the king. OK. Matter of fact, we need to quarantine gap. That should be what the signs have up there is quarantine gap. Everybody should have that up there. Um, well, here's a question. Why doesn't Gavin wear a face mask when he's like three? No, because he's too pretty. He had all that money done on his teeth. He needs to show that off. He's like, hey, I'm a smiling guy with my hair slicked back. I need to be in front of the camera. And I don't own a tie. I wear the same shirt, same jacket every time to look like I just worked so hard I had to take my tie off. He's a polished politician. He should not be in office. He, we need to quarantine Gavin Newsom, man. That should be what every sign says. I'm going to make bumper stickers, quarantine Gavin. Hopefully people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, yeah, there shouldn't be any twosomes around Newsom. That's the way it's right. going. Yeah, all right, so that's going on this Saturday. Good luck with that one. Um, I'm actually heading out to a state park or near a state park and a good long range shooting. That's where I'm going to go. Cool. State Park. <laughs> anyway, so um, we talked a little bit about the join or die movement, which is one of the things that is, is very, very important. If you've never been to Boston, it's amazing to me how the people in Boston, Massachusetts have lost their own roots. If you walk around and just read what's on the buildings and what's on the headstones and, and everything that's in there, you can't help but feel the patriotism that spawned our country out of that little tiny island of Boston. And so many great people came out of there, but sadly, none of them are there today. But one of their mottos was join or die. And that's why, folks, you need to join the CRPA, get involved. You know, email them. Hey, what can I do? When's our next event? What are we going to be happening with that? CRPA.org. You get a great, a great magazine. The magazine looks great too. Uh, Rick, you guys are really doing a great job on that. Thank platform. you. But more importantly, you're putting funds to fight Becerra and yep. Newsom and everything else. So, uh, Road versus Becerra, we just talked about. Uh, no, we're going to talk about. So, why don't you pick yeah. that up? So on the Rody case, this is the case that, you know, a week ago, we had got the injunction from Benitez. It's a 120-page document that I encourage they can, everybody to go to crpa.org, and they can read it. It is absolutely incredible. It is a great primer on everything we believe and stand for. And uh, I want to highlight one person. There's a guy named David Dodd that has cited inside that opinion that a lot of people have missed, that people have focused on Benitez's quote, that, you know, the whole um, ammunition laws were stupid because, you know, everything from terrorists to tyrants to criminals don't do background checks. And it's obviously a catchy phrase, and it's obviously an important phrase for people, but we pulled David Dodd as an example. And David Dodd's a Vietnam vet, um, decorated, silver star. Those don't come cheap or easy. And also a Purple Heart um, person, and which meant he bled for his country. So David Dodd's an example of, you know, illegal aliens could come and there's ways for them to grab ammunition. It would be illegal. But right now, because of sanctuary state policies in California, they're not going to be prosecuted. And that's that's a key point. Because then, as Benitez, as the judge showed, 
You have David Dodd, this veteran decorated and everything. He will never be able to buy ammunition. And you're like, well, what are you talking about, Rick? David Dodd was adopted. Because of court records, David Dodd can never find out who his parents are. He can't get a certified birth certificate with his actual parents' name on it, which was required to be able to purchase ammo inside California. He can't get a passport under the new rules. He can't get a California real ID. So this decorated veteran is blocked from institutional rights that he literally put his life on the line for because of, of this maniacal device that Newsom and Becerra put together called Prop 63 and all the laws that came off of it. And Benitez goes on and hammers it that it stopped less than 0.03% of prohibited people from being able to purchase ammo, but it literally knocked out over 118,000 people that should have been able to buy ammo from buying ammo. So the harm is definitely on the law-abiding citizen, which is why we won the injunction. But of course, Becerra, through a temper tantrum, demanded, and I want people to realize, demanded that the judge reverse himself before three o'clock last Friday. The judge sent back at 310 a four-page document saying no, because there is no emergency. You guys haven't made any arguments, and there is no harm to the state. And as a result, what we ended up with was Becerra shopped it until he got a judge in Hawaii to say, sorry, we're going to put an emergency stay. And that's the way it works in California, folks. It's why we need to be involved and get engaged to stop these people like Becerra and Newsom and Harris at, at all. Folks, Phil's name and Firing Line Radio Show, right back after this. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hey folks, Mulan Lave Saturday. I hope you're out there joining some protest somewhere, marching in the sunlight defeating COVID-19 with a giant sign that says quarantine Gavin Newsom. Uh, Quarantine him to his mama's house. He does not need to be in our governor's mansion any longer. Uh, Joining me here on the show, I have Rick Travis. Rick Travis is the Director of Development for the California Rifle and Pistol Association. Uh, We have a little bit of more bad news, folks, and that is that the Rahagi Sports Fair has been canceled this year. Some of the vendors weren't able to set things up, so that is not going to happen on uh, June 6th this, this year. 
But as Rick and I were talking offline, I think we're going to set up a special thing next year because National Shooting Day should be April 19th, the day of the shot heard around the world. It happens to be a Monday in 2021. So maybe we're going to do a National Shooting Weekend, 17th through the 19th. Take Monday off. Just to plan it now. Send, send it into your boss. You're taking next uh, April 19th off. We're going to have a shooting weekend somewhere, shooting something, celebrating the Second Amendment rights. The Second Amendment rights that are so precious and are fought for on our behalf by people like Rick Travis. Rick, we were just talking as we went off the air here on the last segment, Rody versus Becerra, and how Becerra, one of the worst. And it's hard to say. It's hard to say that Becerra is one of the worst attorney generals because we've had Kamala Harris as an attorney general. Oh, he's talking Brown as an attorney general. I mean, you're talking about the bottom of the J trap uh, uh, of a public urinal. It's it, that is the absolute bottom, the worst it can possibly get, and then and then we find one that's even worse. So Becerra is a terrible attorney general. And what did he do to your Californians' rights? Last Friday, Rick. Oh, what he did was, um, like I said in the last segment, he put a demand on Judge Benitez, who had handed down the injunction to overturn it by three o'clock. Benitez refused, said he wouldn't. Um, he thought it was wrong to to put a stay. And then uh, at that point, Becerra started shopping judges in the Ninth Circuit, found a judge in Hawaii that granted an emergency stay. This is what irritates me. He's the attorney general of California. He's supposed to represent California. He could not find a judge in California that would agree with him. So as a state attorney general in the state courts, he goes to federal court and has to find somebody out in Hawaii <laughs> to actually agree with them. Um That is just phenomenal to me that the state of California is going across state lines to destroy your civil rights, your God-given civil rights. And and Becerra, people like him have got to go. So what happened when he found this uh, tool of uh, Hawaii? I want to go back for a second to something you just said. I think this, and you and I have had this conversation before, Phil, but the problem is we've got so many gun owners in California that get frustrated. We totally understand that. But say, hey, you know what? I'm going to leave the state. And what you got to realize is both Becerra, just like Kamala Harris and uh, Gavin Newsom, have their sights set on national positions. And so both of those guys, I mean, I would bet money right now that once we get, you know, Feinstein stepping down from being Senate, Becerra will be one of the primary candidates to try to join Kamala Harris as a senator. And you know, Newsom, Newsom wants to be president. And so as a result, we have to stop those people here because there is no escaping what they're trying to do. So what we did was on Thursday, we filed, um, it basically, it's an opposition to the emergency stay orders, and uh, that it was very well written by uh, Chuck Michelle and Sean Brady out of Michelle and Associates, and it's calling for the Ninth Circuit to say, no, we don't, we don't accept. So we'll see where this goes. If this doesn't work, um, and we're hopeful it will, but if it doesn't, uh, it is us continuing the fight. Then we'll go to a three-judge panel sometime in the next six to nine months to review this 
and uh, see if they agree with Judge Benitez. And that's why we're hopeful, because it looks like we're going to get a favorable ruling from his previous ruling in the uh, Duncan versus Becerra case. So we're hopeful. And then, you know, unfortunately, uh, they will probably play the same games they've played before in California. And this will eventually end up in the Supreme Court, which is important because the Supreme Court did something interesting in the gross slant of media. This this last week has been interesting to watch, not surprising. They decided to, um, because the, the New York State case that was in front of the Supreme Court was ruled as being moot, they bumped out of it. And, of course, the national press says, oh, defeat for the Second Amendment. But what the national press did not report is in a normal time of the year where the Supreme Court goes to look at cases, they normally look at one or two cases, Phil, to decide, should we hear this, should we not? They just pulled 10 Second Amendment cases and distributed it to the justices to start debate of which ones they want to hear in the court. There was a decade, even when we had some great justices like Scalia on, where we couldn't get them to look at a case in distribution. And they pulled 10 this year. And that's another showing of why it was so important to get Donald Trump in the office to change the face of the Supreme Court. Because what was happening when Scalia was in his last buzz it takes four votes on the Supreme Court to hear a case. It takes five to win. And there were often times where Scalia didn't have that fifth vote, so he didn't pull the case forward. Right, right, because why bring it to lose? Right. Right now we have the waffle judge in Roberts. We never know which way he's going to flip on any subject. So now you've got Kavanaugh and, those, and, and his fellow justices that are willing to risk it because there is a chance that we can get that fifth judge. And like you said earlier, if Ginsburg stepped down and we still had a Republican-controlled Senate and, and Donald Trump, we would have a good chance of getting that fifth vote. And that's what the people need to realize is, is there, if they can't defeat Trump, they want to make him so marginalized that when he has an opportunity to replace Ginsburg or, I don't know, maybe a Kagan will eat too many donuts or something and stroke out, but whatever – who to replace one of those other people on there? They want to make it slim to put anybody forward. And look what happened to Kavanaugh. The guy was basically a Boy Scout since he was born. And look how he was absolutely mm-hmm. trashed. You know, and it's going to be the same way. So you've got to fight somebody, find somebody, not number one, that has the right belief system and supports the Second Amendment and our constitutional rights, understands the scope of government, what it should be versus what it currently is, supports those areas and has a clean background, and can weather the storm. Because most of those guys, you know, if you've been a judge for a long time, you're so used to everybody kissing your ring that a little bit of opposition, they fold. They just, they're, they're used to having ultimate power. and Nobody opposes them. They, they rule their courtrooms. So you need some, a special person to be able to take that job, knowing that they're going to get the same kind of treatment every single day that Donald Trump gets. And is their families yeah. are going to get it. So be praying for that because that's that's a special person. I could do it. Not many other people. As long as they don't listen too much in my background. Yeah. As long as they don't listen to my radio show. I'll be fine. Right. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So that's that's the important thing of what's going on there. And and we have to support the right people. And again, those of you who are going out to summer to summers to uh Protest this weekend, put up giant signs says quarantine Newsom. 
quarantine, there's some quarantine Gavin, I mean, quarantine Becerra. That's an important thing that we should just be pointing out because they're out there talking, they're at news conferences, they don't wear their masks and masks. Whole other subject. Okay, so we've got Road versus Becerra. We're going to have to do a wait and see. By the grace of God, you guys are out in there and uh, wrote a, an article, or it's not an article, but did a brief on Thursday. We'll find out more about it next week, see where that stands. Anything else you want to touch on on that? Yeah, I mean, I think there's some other things that people have to start looking at. So for the hunters out there on your show, um, do realize we've had some interesting changes. The state of Oregon and Idaho have both said they'd only want Oregonians and Idahoans hunting in their, their beautiful states, nobody from out of state because of COVID, which is absolutely ridiculous because, you know, I know, Phil, you hunt, and we would both tell you social distancing is like miles, not six feet. So there's <laughs> yeah, there's there's that. The other part, like my wife always likes to bring up, is like, why am I going to go with you? I have to go someplace way up a mountain and hike up there, and then I can't talk. So you're not even you don't even need a mask because you're not even speaking out there all the time, right? Right. So, you know, you've been quiet. You're social distancing. I mean, you're you are the lone wolf out there. It's it's ridiculous. But as you and I have spoken before, um, and we'll bring this up in our next segment here. The fish and game departments have been infiltrated, and that's causing us a lot of issues. So, folks, this is Philip Naiman. Check out crpa.org. Join them. Be over there with Rick Travis, supporting your Second Amendment rights. We'll be right back after this. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. And to quarantine Gavin Newsom, keep him in his mama's basement. Folks, Philip Neyman, firing line radio. The show that was actually uh, on a Sportsman's me uh philip name firing line radio show check out our podcast at firinglineradio.com firinglineradio.com i have with me rick travis on the line here rick travis director of development from crpa now they call him the director of development because one of his jobs is to increase the development of the california rifle and pistol association what does that mean it means we need to raise funds to continue to fight for your Second Amendment rights. Now, you can do that several ways. You can simply cut them a check. Um, you can make donations in kind of uh, things like stocks or bonds or mutual funds. There's all different kind of ways. CRPA.org, get a hold of Rick Travis, tell him that you want to give him a lot of money 
to fight for your Second Amendment rights. That's going to help us do this. So it's very, very important that we support the California Rifle and Pistol Association on this. Um, also, I want to let you guys know, May 31st, we're heading up to Avenal, the Avenal Gun Range. We're going to do the Long Range matchup there. Super, super fun time, about 70 or 80 shots, all different targets, all different presentations. You can shoot PRS style or you can shoot prone. I like shooting prone because it's hard enough as it is. So anyway, we're going to head up there. That's going to be a great weekend, May 31st. I don't care if there's a quarantine or not. I'm going. I'm not wearing a mask and I'm bringing a gun. So. That's going to be a great day. Uh, folks, this is uh, Rick Travis joining me back here. We just were talking about Road versus Becerra. Uh, we were talking about what's going on in the certain fish and game departments being mm -hmm. run by the Green Weenie and Viral Nazis. And these people are doing every single thing they can to destroy hunting because they've made the case for the last 10 years, we're not coming for your deer rifle. Your, your right to hunt isn't being stopped. The Second Amendment still says you can still have your hunting rifle, your hunting shotgun. That's the, what they keep talking about in the media. Well, if they can destroy hunting in general, well, then you don't need that hunting rifle and you don't need that hunting shotgun. And therefore, you are, you know, pushing the rock up the hill trying to defend your rights because you've agreed with this mantra in the past. The duck, ducks unlimited. By not standing up and helping us fight assault weapon bans is cutting their own throats. The the guys who say, well, I don't, I like to hunt, but I don't hunt with dogs. They're cutting their own throat. We need to join together. Every single hunting group, every single Second Amendment group, join together and realize that your enemies are joined together. They're flanking you on both sides and you're still standing there. Yeah, but I have my deer to rifle. I still get to keep my 12 gauge not happening. They're after you too. You are the frog in the soup and you need to realize the water's getting warmer. Rick, do you want to touch on that? Yeah. I mean, one of the things that, and I love your analogy, but one of the things people got to realize is the second amendment is about choice. It's about your choice of how you want to exercise it. Well, while that may just be protecting your home and your loved ones. It may be putting food on the table through hunting and maybe do competitive shooting like you like to do. It may be doing reenacting shooting. There, there's lots of ways to exercise that right. But I, I constantly talk about this. We right now still have a choice. What the government is trying to do is limit those choices. And what we're, we're not very adept or smart at, in my opinion, is realizing while I may not do cowboy action shooting, I support anybody's right to go do that. And I will fight for that choice. You know, you might not choose to, to, you know, think that me and my dog going out hunting birds is a big thing, but for us, it is. That's what we do. So I expect that same kind of defense. And what the opposition has been very effective at is picking us off and, and dividing and conquering. And we've got to quit that because, you know, just look at the firearms industry and what COVID-19, if nothing else, should incite fear in every gun owner from the standpoint of how fast our parts system, the ammunition, everything involving the Second Amendment has been taxed, maligned, messed with. Even when the President of the United States says, no, it's an essential business, we have local cities, local twerps that have gotten into office. They're like, yeah, no. And being up front, I've had to fight this in 58 counties for the past two months on a daily basis, and even with good sitting sheriffs having 
doctors that all of a sudden became the czar of their county, and they happened to be doctors that belonged to, you know, Moms That Demand Action, Every Town, other groups raised by Bloomberg, who are like, oh, I don't know. And then how they play the divide and conquer in one of those counties was law enforcement stand up and they immediately appease law enforcement and go, oh, that doesn't apply to you. And then the pawn shop guy, which was the big political support in the area, said something and they go, oh, pawn shops can stay open and sell guns, but gun stores can't stay open and sell guns. I mean, this is how weird. And what they're doing is they're, they're saying, oh, we need these people on our side. So they cut their ruling to open these and close those. And anybody and not. And, and, and so like the pawn shop guy. He goes, well, I got mine. I don't care. No, that's not. There's wrong being done here. You need to fight these evil people that are in office because when they get the chance and you're not as useful, you're on the chopping block. Has nobody watched Robespierre and and the French Revolution, right? Right. Where did he end up? He started it. He started off as, as no death penalty and freedom and equality. Then he ended up, well, we need to enforce terror and start killing those people. Then he ends up on a chopping block. You're, if you side with evil, you're going to end up on their side. You're going to end up destroyed. It's just the way it works. We need to wake up, fight this at every turn. And one of the great ways, Rick, I'm going to let you do a little bit of a plug here because I really do believe in this. You know, I do financial planning and investments and anything I can do to help on this, uh, let me know. But you guys need to raise some funds here. So why don't you? Yeah. Talk about that. We never talk about it, but talk about yeah. it today. Well, thank you. So what we need to do is raise funds. I mean, you have to realize we have had literally in excess of, on average, 40 to $50 million for the past six years poured into the politics strictly to go after guns instead of gun control by both Soros and Bloomberg. And obviously, our best year of fundraising was a little over a million and a half dollars. So I want everyone to David see them. Right? You're, you're David yeah. and you're Goliath and a pygmy. Yeah, we're, we're fighting Goliath all the time. We've done a very good job. I mean, a lot of people obviously are upset with some of the stuff that's got across the line. But I'll point out, too, we have stopped 91% of all the bad bells from ever getting into law. You know, if yeah, I was a baseball player, I would just, yeah, I, I would have just been elected to the Hall of Fame three times over. But instead, I get everybody, but what about that 9%? Well, yeah, that 9% is what ends up costing the most money because that's the court system. That's what we end up fighting all the time. And uh, it's not easy, but it's, that's not the only thing we do. And that's why I want to tell, you know, a lot of the people out there are like, well, Rick, I, I just, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm apathetic towards the legal system, the legislative system. It's also the fact that because of COVID, a lot of youth programs are suffering. We are going in and helping to shore those up and develop new ones. And that's one of the things that CRPA is unique in this state. We're not just fighting on our heels. We are moving forward, you know, inch by inch, foot by foot, by expanding programs, expanding competitions, building coalitions of various groups around the state, broadening our base to get to people to help them exercise their Second Amendment rights. We have done more than any other organization in the state to to promote all forms of hunting, to promote all forms of the shooting sports for women, which we've just had 60% of the new gun buyers over the last two months have been females, of reaching out to them and providing them with all the education they need. Uh, We're moving up and down the state, working with college groups, working with the elderly. I mean, we really do do it all in this state. And when you look at a simple membership and I get people that call in from time to time and go, 
I paid $35. Why aren't you doing more? Okay, that's less than a dime a day. And look what we're doing statewide. And um, for an organization, you know, with the amount of ground and one of the most populous parts of the country, we literally do the work of about seven other like-minded organizations in other states all at once with about a tenth of the budget. So um, we are very, very careful. People can go check us out. Nobody's making a ton of money. No one's buying houses, cars, other things that other groups have been accused of. We're not doing that. We're very accountable. But we are literally, even during COVID-19, I'm very proud of our staff. Our staff has literally been working more hours from home to try to help keep everything going. And I think that's really important for people to realize your money here is going to go to the to the cause and stay here in California. So you can find out more, crpa.org. Get a hold of Rick Travis there. Folks, we really do need your, your I've never done this, never done a push. And I didn't even tell him we we're going to do that today. But it's important. We need the funds to fight the bad guys. Folks, the name and Firing Line Radio Show. Get the podcast at firinglineradio.com. Have a great weekend and uh, enjoy the sunlight on your protest marches. God bless. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590, the answer.